Hello, this is Mike, and thank you for joining me for my very first uh, podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I uh, This is going to be about world traveling again and cruising. And I'd like to start off by probably talking a little more about the cruising. Um, we've done recently world traveling, where we went to um, Hawaii and Europe three times, and various places in the United States, and I think we're going to try Thailand, my wife and I, traveling to Thailand, maybe in uh, January of 2020. Uh, I'd like to tell you the very first time that we uh, I went on our first cruise, we've always dreamed about going on a cruise, and we had some friends that lived down near Miami, and they invited us to uh, go with them, and so we decided that would be a good opportunity since we always wanted to go and never did. But this was 1997, and um, they were going to go on the Royal Caribbean, the six-month-old ship. Uh, it was only six months old. It was Grandeur of the Seas, uh, Royal Caribbean's Grandeur of the Seas. And uh, the ships are way bigger now than they were back then. But if you've never been on a ship, even the ones that are smaller seem huge if you've never been on one. It's just unbelievable that this vessel could float in the sea and you almost feel nothing, no waves, uh, no rocking. We were worried about seasickness, my wife and I, because she gets motion sickness and uh, in her car. And this here was going to be a little bit um, scary for her. And I didn't know any difference, so I was right with her. So we read up on it, and we went and got all kinds of different gadgets to put behind her ear and um, around our wrist and medicine and Sometimes I think we were just drugged up so much, but um, we realized once we got on there and got out to sea uh, in the first day or two that we really didn't need that because we didn't rock hardly at all. And the, sh- the ships today are even much bigger than the grandeur was, and you really hardly ever will feel anything with some of the ships that are out there today. Royal Caribbean has a lot of the largest ships in the, in the world, and um, you feel nothing. So if you do have a... Um, um, issue with seasickness don't be scared try it you'll be so surprised about the, um, the the small effects you'll have even if you're seasickness like my wife was because she's never been sick on a ship due to seasickness so that's that's a positive thing it was 1997 we went on the grandeur and we f- flew from texas to miami we got there a day ahead of time and um, we didn't know what to expect but for some reason we thought we had to buy new clothes and we had to buy country western boots and outfits for for the country western night on the ship and I guess we were kind of stupid and naive and so we went out and spent a fortune on clothes and we didn't need to do that we realize now that just go don't spend a bunch of money and have a great time you don't have to dress up for things and enjoy it because if if you can't afford to go very often uh, because you spent so much money on clothes and everything, don't do it and just go have a great time and go on vacation on a cruise because cruising is awesome and you don't need to spend a lot of money. We elected to get a balcony being it was our first time and we just dreamed about setting out on the balcony and um, I was we were in the Atlantic and then the um, Eastern Caribbean. We went to the Eastern Caribbean out of Miami, which is where you're normally going to go. Sometimes you'll, you'll go over to... Um, the uh, western side which is Cozumel Jamaica and everything but we went to um, we went to the um, Eastern Caribbean which 
is probably my favorite as far as between the western and eastern. Uh, in Texas, you're gonna if you leave out of Galveston, you're gonna primarily you're gonna have to go to the Western Caribbean, which isn't bad, but you know um, it's Cozumel in the Western and Jamaica and maybe Belize and Cayman Islands and Roatan, Honduras, and those were all real nice places. But I think you would like the Eastern maybe a little bit better because you have San Juan, Puerto Rico, you have uh, maybe the Bahamas, you have um, you go down farther farther east, and you have you hit places like uh, St. Thomas, St. Martin. And um, there's um, some fantastic places to go on the um, Eastern Caribbean. But anyway, being on vacation on a cruise, you should just be happy to be on a cruise. And, you know, try both of them. See what you like. Um, And I've never been to the Southern uh, Caribbean. And that's going down to St. Lucia and Aruba and way down south. And that's going to be one of my um, ventures probably within the next year or two. But... um, I'm just happy to go on a cruise anytime I can with my wife. And um, we were younger then, and now we're in our mid-50s, and we've been on maybe 25 cruises now. So most of them have been, most of them have been in the Western Caribbean. A few of them have been in the Eastern Caribbean. Uh, but it's very convenient for us to drive about an hour south of here and get on one of the big Royal Caribbean ships, which right currently it's the Liberty of the Seas, Royal Caribbean's Liberty of the Seas, um, sailing out of Galveston, Texas. And it's seven-day cruises, and you go to um, you go to Cozumel, which I really like Cozumel. Um, there's a lot to do. And, and you'll go to Cozumel, Jamaica, Belize, uh, Cayman Islands. Um, there's a Costa Maya, Mexico, which is kind of not the best place to go, but it's getting, in the next few years, they're going to build it up, uh, Royal Caribbean, and it will be guarantee it'll be fantastic right now there's just not a lot there but it is beautiful but uh, it'll be something to look at here in the next probably three to five years as far as um, Costa Maya will be really nice um, but anyway we um, go there a lot and um, we, our first cruise we went to I forgot to mention Haiti now Haiti's um, people go you went to Haiti on a cruise well Royal Caribbean owns the, f- uh, the tip of Haiti they have a I don't know how many acres but they have um, probably a big area they they own and they have everything set up there on the far western part of Haiti which is very nice um, and Haiti's divided that big island is divided up, up from Dominican Republic on the eastern side and then the other half is Haiti and on the western part of Haiti is Royal Caribbean's uh, little place when they have they dock right there and you can go out and spend the day there on the beach and they have a lot of places to eat and little shops and stuff that you can go shopping and um, I've only been there once and it was in 97 my first cruise but it was enjoyable and uh, not my favorite place but it was a very enjoyable cruise and just to say hey I've been and uh, San Juan Puerto Rico um, is was very nice another having some few political problems right now but um, it's still that'll get settled and, and it's it's a great place to go um, old San Juan is beautiful and a lot of things to do and it's pretty so that's some place that that you need to go sometime Uh, St. Martin and St. Thomas are fantastic two of my favorite places to go on a cruise Um, if you ever want to buy uh, diamonds or jewelry St. Thomas is fantastic and um, they're just wonderful places so if you get a chance to ever go to those places I've been three times I believe to St. Thomas and St. Martin 
Um, some more things that we can talk about. Um, let's talk about dining. Um, we uh, the, the main dining room is where we went on our first cruise, and we, we ate our meals in the main dining room. Now, they have a place that's a big kind of a cafeteria-type place on the Royal Caribbean. It's called the Windjammer, and it's great. It gives you a variety of foods, but it's uh, more of a cafeteria setup where you just go and, you know, buffets, I guess is what they call it. Uh, you can get anything you want, and it's more convenient, a little more, a lot more casual than the main dining room. Um, most of your big cruise companies will have maybe on a seven-day cruise two nights that are formal nights and um, you know most people most people wear suits but I noticed as the years go by a lot of the uh, men will not even wear suits they'll just wear nice you know nice shirt and dress pants because it is a vacation a lot of people don't want to dress up in a suit or tux and some people still do the tuxes and everything and that's fine whatever you're comfortable with um, some people love dressing up and um, doing the the formal nights um, with long dresses the women look beautiful and the men look great in their tuxes and their suits and as time goes on I pretty much enjoy just doing smart casual wearing a nice shirt and uh, in nice dress pants and dress shoes and that's but you'll see a lot of people doing that, so you won't feel out of place. Um, as far as the shorts and stuff like that there, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable about doing that. Um, but that's just me. It's up to you uh, what you do on, on your cruise. But um, the service, we, we knew the service and the food was going to be good. And and service is incredible. And the food's very good. I mean, it's not going to be like eating at a five-star restaurant. But I will say this. If you went and put a price tag on your meals... Um, it would be it'd be a lot for for even for a couple just two people the meal would the value would be probably between you know sixty to a hundred dollars for what you're getting and Royal Caribbean I know on Friday nights they have lobster night and you get lobster tails and usually you get two or three of minutes you want but you're pretty much you're gonna be full pretty quick um, there's a lot of a lot of food on a cruise and that's something that I was going to tell you about we used to just eat breakfast and we get up early and we'd love to eat breakfast you know the bacon and eggs and the hash browns and orange juice and tomato juice and the coffee and the main dining room and we love that but then we realized that okay here comes lunch you know a few hours later and we go eat lunch and then here comes dinner and and dinner's like a few hours you know maybe at five or six o'clock and it got to the point where you were almost miserable you ate so much and as the years went on, I said, let's just eat a, eat our breakfast and let's just don't eat anything for lunch or something so light like a salad or something. And then we'll be ready for a nice dinner. And so that's what we do now. Um, I probably don't eat as much as I did 20 years ago. And that's probably a good thing. But uh, anyway, um, we have um, learned different things we like to do on cruising as far as eating and what we like to do as far as excursions we've been on so many excursions that you know they're they're very expensive they're very nice but if once you go on it once you may not want to go on it twice but you know you can be the judge of what you and your family like to do um then like i said the service as far as room service you have you have somebody that's waiting on your hand and foot cleaning up after you in the bathroom cleaning up making your bed uh changing your sheets if you want them changed uh, they're straightening up your room they're making little figurines with the towels and putting on um, on the um, bed when you walk in after your shows late at night and that's kind of neat seeing that and it's amazing the, the type of, of animals that they can make with towels it just blows my mind the, the talent they have 
But um, anyway, and, you know, we really appreciate somebody taking care of us. We try to make sure that we, we personally give them the, the guaranteed tip that we get pay when we, when we pay for a ticket. We give them that gratuity, and we usually give them extra just because we feel like that, you know, a lot of these people come from third world countries and a little bit goes a long way in their family and their, their incomes that they can take back home to help, uh, help with their family's incomes and needs and everything. So that makes us feel good. But you know, once again, it's each his own and we do the same thing with our waiter in the dining room and the assistant waiter, we give them a little extra and, um, it's a fantastic feeling knowing you're helping somebody else out because they're definitely helping you out and they don't make a lot of money on, uh, these cruise ships, you know, they, um, you get there's a lot of they employ a lot of people and, and they make a lot of money for from their homeland as far as what they would make if they was home they're pretty much considered fairly wealthy back home when they come back off these ships and working for you know 10 years or whatever but um, um if you're blessed enough to help them out a little bit more i think that's great um anyway um i talked to you about the seasickness and just just see bring something if you need it but if you don't need it, um, you'll have it with you. But uh, I think you'll be surprised of, of how little the seasickness uh, um, affects you. Um, we a um, couple things. Um, we um, we first cruise we went on in 1997. We got involved in every type of um, everything that was going on, on the ship. We wanted to we wanted to do. You get a little, they call it the compass on, on the Royal Caribbean, but you get a little itinerary of everything on the, that's going to happen on the ship that day. And they even have it now where you can download the Royal Caribbean app and you can have it on your phone. And it'll basically, you can scroll through it and every day you'll have a new one. And you can see what's going on at 6 o'clock in the morning all the way till midnight. And every type of uh, demonstration, every type of show, every type of get-together, every type of party, uh, every band that's playing whatever type of music you like dancing uh there's so many things every day you will not be bored if you're bored then you probably don't need to go on a cruise because um you probably need to save the money and do something else because there's so much to do on a on a on a cruise ship even if you just like to sit around the pool all day well that's relaxing and there's nothing wrong with that at all so um you know to each its own but um Anyway, um, to talk a little more about, um, um, we went on our second cruise. Um, it was years later. We love cruising, so don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, it, it costs a lot to go on cruises. It seemed like it cost way more back then. I think it's because we had young children. We had a lot more expenses. But we went on our second cruise. So when our first one, 97, our second one, I believe it's 2006 and we went out of Galveston. So we saved the money on the airplane, but we went on a um, same size ship and I'm trying to remember, I think it was called the, um, it might've been the enchantment. I can't remember the enchantment of the seas, maybe. Um, but it was the same size of ship, just a sister ship to the first one on the grandeur. We left Galveston and we went to, um, um, Key West, Florida. And so we, we got to Key West, um, like the next day and it was um, never been to Key West it was really nice got out and we um, was able we got there in the late afternoon and we was there for maybe four hours and and um, we was able to eat we heard about these um, chocolate covered bananas or key lime bananas or 
key lime pie, chocolate covered key lime pies. I think that's what y'all chocolate covered key lime pies and that was a treat uh very fattening very good though and uh, so we enjoyed key west but we wasn't there that long and um so it was a chance to go to key west the only time i've been to key west was that time and we really enjoyed it and so then we went on to um went on to other places and i have a hard time remembering exactly where we went after that but um definitely had a great great cruise and we met we, we sat at a table, uh, my wife and I, with uh, five other couples, and um, just about like us, they ranged from ages, I think back then we were probably in our early 40s, and there was uh, all the way up to probably late 50s, the couples' ages were, and we got along great. There was people from um, right north of London, England, and to this day, we still email and friends on Facebook, the wonderful people, so these friendships that you can have for a lifetime and um it was it was really great and the other people were from different parts of the um, united states and so the people you meet is great as as time went on we realized that uh, even though we had a wonderful time with them as time goes on we we kind of got where we're not antisocial, but we kind of really enjoy just kind of dining by ourselves and because it seems like after that we kind of got to a lot of these tables we sat there and you know it's kind of awkward sitting with people you didn't know and you know and you're trying to relax and you know you, you're getting sometimes you'll get in the conversation all the things you really want want to kind of avoid is like you know religion and, and and you know money and how much you make and what you do and and politics and those are things that i personally just kind of shy away from when i'm on vacation because i really want to enjoy I want to enjoy the vacation and as time went on uh, we kind of shied away from that a little bit but some people love that and that's fine but a lot of times we have family members going with us so we don't even have that issue we just get a table for four or six whatever and it's, it's uh it works out great so these are things that you know if you so many people have no clue um about cruises and that this is the, really the only way to find out is to listen to people and ask questions so i'm trying to answer some of the questions that probably a lot of newbies would have that's never cruised before so i hope i'm helping helping you out um it's but it is exciting the very first time you walk on a cruise ship there's nothing like it you walk in and it's like heaven on earth you just see the people and the, the size and the beauty of the ship and the all the the restaurants and the, the the you know the the lights and the it's just the dining room looks just something like out of a magazine it's just beautiful and I, to this day i still get my adrenaline gets going when i walk in just to see it even though i've been on so many cruises I, i'm just so blessed and i've been blessed to go on many cruises and i hope i hope in the future if you haven't been on one that you you'll be blessed also like i have um see here i'm trying to look up and see some things i can touch on um the times that as far as cost um if you have to go if you have kids and you go in the summertime it's going to cost a lot more and i'm not saying exactly how much because you can still try to find the right deals but it's probably going to be close to to almost twice the price um if you go on the the peak time of the summer or holidays at thanksgiving and christmas time kids are out of school and it's supply and demand kicks into effect and uh, so we're able to go uh most of the time we go during the off season because we can with my work and our kids are are raised and everything so my wife and i can pick out really good bargains and go at the right time of year 
And um, so, you know, and we don't stay in the balconies anymore. Um, we would if we went to a place we'd never been to. But once you've been to these places over and over and over and you've seen them, you can save a lot of money and go on more cruises if you just get an inside cabin. So we just, we're not in the room much at all anyway. So we get an inside cabin and we save a lot of money. We save three, four, five hundred dollars each probably doing that. And uh, room service is another thing. If uh, We did room service a little bit in the beginning, and that was neat. Um, but, you know, you're just eating so much that you're probably not going to take advantage of it like you think you would. Because they'll come to room for free or, or maybe a small surcharge and bring you basically breakfast or, or your coffee and croissants or whatever you want. Or even hamburgers and french fries if you want that later. But you're so full. There's, there's places to get food on ships everywhere all the time but you will get tired of eating almost so that's the reason i'm saying you might think about pacing yourself because the food is just you can eat you can eat all day long and all night and sometimes when i came home after gaining about 10 pounds per trip i think um i got serious and said i gotta slow down a little bit or i'm not gonna be able to walk but anyway um this is my first podcast and I, I plan on hitting some more things. I'm also going to talk about some other cruises I went on. I'm getting ready to go on one next year and I'm going to be taking my family and it's going to be some of my family, my kids, uh, very first cruise with their families. They've never been on cruises in none of them. And, um, so we're going to uh, talk about that and where we're going to be going. And then we're going to also be talking about some, um, going to Europe like we have, and it won't be cruise talk, but it'll be talk about traveling and places we go and the foods we eat there and the things we do and the expense and how we do it and, um, where we stay and how long we stay. And I uh, hope you enjoyed my, um, my little podcast here podcast number one and i hope you subscribe and if there's um i want to try to talk about a lot of different things so uh thank you so much for listening and this is mike from texas and uh, traveling with mike and uh we'll see you next time bye-bye